Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week of the Talking Llama podcast. We have Sean Lowry as our guest, who's the host of the podcast, The Sean Lowry Show. So Sean is absolutely killing it in all aspects of his life, business, podcasting right now. Actually owns and operates a t-shirt monogram company that is freaking phenomenal. Links to that are in the show notes. My wife and I are happy customers. Stuff is awesome. His show is about really anything and everything he feels like talking about. So hope you enjoy today's episode with Sean Lowry. Welcome to the Talking Llama podcast, the podcast for podcasters. Thanks for stopping by as we discuss all things podcasting, like gear and creative processes, even marketing and promoting your brand. If you're looking to grow, monetize, or even just start your podcast, you're in the right place. The Talking Llama podcast is here to help you tell your story to the world with confidence. Here's your host, Ian Roth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Llama podcast. My guest today is Sean Lowry. He is the host and founder of the Sean Lowry Show, where it's his goal to be the voice on important, fun, and crucial conversations in business and society. Basically, a combination of Gary V and Joe Rogan is how he explained it to me. So, Sean, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great, Ian. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, man. Especially, you know, recording this on a Monday night, kind of during the work week. I'm coming up on my bedtime here, but yeah, thanks for <laughs> hopping on. I know it's an hour later where you are. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Happy to stay up for it. Yeah, thanks, man. So, why tell the uh, tell the listeners about your show, what you're doing, and you know your I guess your your why, your reason for starting the show in the first place. First okay. place. Okay, so yeah, my podcast is the Sean Lowry Show. I'm 38 weeks in. I've done 38 episodes. And honestly, it's, it's something that I'm working on. I have had success in business. I have a, a company with 15 employees, started at my mom's basement. We've done over 10 million in sales and the company's going well. And I've always wanted to start a podcast. I think I have some good opinions. I love talking. And this podcast thing, I've now uh, hired enough employees where I have a little bit of extra bandwidth and I'm a hard worker in business. So I'm uh, putting a little time aside to do this project. And it's something I've always wanted to do. And yeah, I've gone, I've had five minute episodes. I've had uh, two hour episodes talking to guests and I'm definitely trying to still, uh, trying to build an audience and figure out my exact formula. So I've had a lot more success in business than I've had in podcasting, but it's been an awesome 38 weeks and, and I look forward to it. And yeah, my podcast is traditionally about business and entrepreneurship. That's my favorite thing. That's the thing I'm most interested in and love talking about. Uh, but sometimes I also like talking about some different fun stuff. Like I love driverless cars. I love, uh, just like random stuff that I, that, that I love. And, uh, like I just had a podcast with someone who was an expert on Bitcoin. Uh, but I always kind of like to try to bring it back to business and I'm kind of seeing where it goes and taking it. And my main objective is honestly to kind of have fun and see if I can build an audience and that that's what I'm up to. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, that's, that's fascinating. And that's it's so great. You're living the American dream, have a, a business you started in, you know, in your parents' basement, I think you said, right? Yep. My mom's basement. 15 people. I mean, that's, that's awesome, man. Kudos to that. That's a hell of a job. It's what I'm looking to do with my life at some point. So sure. hell yeah. So 38 weeks into it, and it sounds like your episodes are just however long you feel like talking about whatever the subject is for that week. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and I'm 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 trying to figure out uh, which ones I like doing better, the ones where I have some guests, or the ones where I go by myself. But recently, I've been doing more with guests, and uh, that kind of brings a fun element to it. 
but yeah, they, they, I don't have any rules on my podcast. That's one thing I always say. And I, I, you know, I kind of go back and forth, but, uh, I just kind of, I'm kind of trying to have structures for episodes, but not for the entire show. Yeah. I like the no rules thing. And I mean, structure is great for a couple of things, but then if you kind of stick to it, it kind of makes your stuff stale and uninteresting. So yeah, I, I like, I like how you said, you know, just kind of go with the flow and see what happens, see what your guest is all about talking about. Yeah. And, and when I started my business, it took me like two years to really, really find my niche. And for those two years, I was working hard every single day and I was adjusting, making a few changes, learning things. And eventually I found a great niche. Our business is United Monograms. We sell girls clothing, but it took a while to come across. It took a while to get there. And I feel like I'm in that stage now for podcasting. I'm starting. I have a basic kind of plan. I have a structure, at least as far as doing it once a week. And I'm just kind of figuring that out, you know, I'm figuring out my niche, but I'm, I'm, I made it a, a part of my life and, uh, overall, yeah, it's been positive. And some of my, like my, one of my videos has over 10,000 views, uh, on YouTube. One of my podcasts that I had with, uh, this Dr. Mike Hart, who was on the Joe Rogan's podcast, but yeah, but some, but some just have like a couple hundred views, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been fun, some ups and downs in over 38 weeks, you know, and I'm, and I'm not and I think that I think that's something interesting that I wanted to ask you about is uh, I don't know, the whole the, the whole making money element, because that's definitely something that I'm sure is the goal of a lot of people who start a podcast. You know, obviously, if you can monetize it, that is better than not being able to do that. Uh, but I haven't had that as a goal because I have my business and everything. So it's nice not to have to worry about that part. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, what are you doing right now to grow it and, and get the message out there to more people? So a couple of weeks and about 10 episodes in, and this has actually been one of the best things I did. And if people can do this, especially for someone like me, it was very helpful. I hired somebody to do video and audio and kind of help get guests and kind of help make, uh, like some images and thumbnails. and that's very helpful for me because I'm also running my company and I'm not great at art and I'm not great at editing. And I'm sure it's a skill that if I spend my time on that, I could figure it out, but it's very helpful to actually have somebody uh, working with me. So that's one thing I've been doing is, and I think that's kind of helped my production value on my podcast a little bit. Uh, And the other thing is I've been stopping myself from, from spending too much money because it's not generating any money, but I, I know my whole business, the most successful thing I do is run Facebook ads. So I've been just putting like a little bit of money, kind of uh, advertising some some YouTube videos of the podcast. And I've been trying not to spend a lot on that. It's tempting because it's, uh, you know, you, you get more views and more subscribers, but uh, just putting a little bit of money behind it. But mostly... I've just been trying to find my voice and find my niche and find my audience. And, uh, that's, I feel like that's the stage I'm in. And I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to do a hundred episodes in a hundred weeks because I think consistency is important. And I think sticking with it's important. And I'm going to do my first reevaluation of this whole podcasting thing in a hundred, well, I guess 52 weeks from now in a year, but wow. uh, yeah, a hundred episodes is where I'm going to reevaluate. Oh, that's great. What kind of things maybe did you start doing and then you kind of shifted and, and 
are trying other things in relation to your podcast? Uh, any any kind of pivots you've had along the way? I mean, my first 15 were at my house, so now I have a little bit of a better setup. But also my first 15, 20, I didn't have any guests. I did them all by myself. And uh, I like having a guest now because I kind of talked about a lot of the, you know, the thoughts I've had brewing in my head for three, four, five years. I well produced them in the in the in the first fifteen episodes, and then it was nice to have some other voices on the podcast. Um, but I mean, when I first started, I said I'm going to do an episode a week, and I'm going to talk about a different topic related to business, and that's kind of pivoted a little bit because. I've, I've, I've covered some similar topics. And um, another thing is, is business is what I love. And I feel like business is kind of like nutrition. It's, it's revenues, expenses. It's, it's kind of basic. I mean, yes, there's different variables, but ultimately when it comes down to it, just it's about discipline and it's about knowing your customer. It's not, it's not something that you can talk about every second of every day. Like for nutrition, it's workout, exercise, don't eat before bed. You know, there's only so much you can say about it. So I've, I've, I've had some where I talked about some current events, pop culture, or, or like, I don't know, I had one about Kobe Bryant when he died, I did one about the coronavirus. I like talking about current events too. So in the beginning, it was going to be a little more strictly business. And that's, that's definitely my base is business because that's what I do every day, run a business. But sometimes I've just uh, had nothing to talk about for business. So I'll talk about a current event or something like that. So I know that and I'm a very aware that my podcast has been a little scattered and I know that. And I'm just uh, sticking to the hundred week thing and kind of trying to pinpoint down exactly what people like, what my audience likes. And then once I understand it better and find my exact path, I'm planning on sticking on it and going with it. But also, yeah, the whole fun part too, just trying to have fun with it. And I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, that, that's awesome. It's all about having fun and it's not really a hobby anymore. If it's something you dread doing or, you know, right. really, like it's a pain in the ass to to do, but it should be fun. I still enjoy mine and granted it takes up a lot of my time, but it's, <laughs> it's a hobby and I enjoy, you know, I enjoy doing it for, I'm, I'm just curious, are there any themes that you've, uh, of episodes that you found that your listeners like more than others? Like, have you just kind of tried something and had like huge supportive statistic kind of downloads honestly, uh, after you released it or anything like that? Honestly, like I could bullshit, but like, not really. Like, yeah, I, I like, no, like I, not really. Like the ones that I had uh, with guests, I think that are cool guests have done well, at the, uh, but no, no, I haven't found like one specific thing that's like resonating hard. And I mean, it's a saturated market uh, out there to uh, get in a podcast with, with tons of listens and it takes time to build an audience. and. I mean, you know, some podcasts, they're started by people who are already famous and right. they have a, a leg up for sure. Uh, so no, I would say the answer to that is no. And I wish I, I wish the answer was something different. I wish I could say that I figured out this one thing and that people love hearing it. Uh, but no, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what what resonates. And no, I don't have a specific thing. I mean... No, I don't. I it's funny you say that your first roughly 15 to 20 episodes were solo episodes. I know when I started, I did the same thing. 
first of all, I didn't know how to record a guest on a podcast. So that was like the main <laughs> barrier to entry. And then second, I'm like, who the hell would want to be on my show? Like, like, who am I to have someone that would want to be on my show? And, <laughs> you know, I, I read, I was reading blogs and all these articles about it. And like, if you ask people like 99 out of 100 times, they will say yes, unless they have something else going on. So like podcasters, if you're thinking of starting a podcast out there and don't think anybody will be interested enough to be on your show, just ask them because people will want to be on your show. What do you think, Sean? I agree. And, and actually, I 100% agree with that. And actually a strategy that I've started using recently and I'm using, and this kind of has to do with having the person on my team who is doing like thumbnails and everything, is if you have a guest on your show, make them look really good. Make them look good. If you make your guest look good in the form of a thumbnail or a quick little highlight video or just the way you promote them, the way you talk about them, that will be more likely to get other guests to come on because they know you'll make them look good. So as I'm going down the guest route more, I'm definitely trying to, uh, you know, and you want to do that anyway because you want it to be good content. But just having like a good thumbnail. And one thing I've been doing lately on my like hour, 20 minute, hour, 30 minute, a podcast with guests is I've been cutting it down to a one minute highlight reel. Well, I haven't been doing it, but the guy that works for me does it. And I think that's just a great little bit that they always reshare. They love having that. So yeah, I think getting more guests and having good experience with them will help you even get more guests, but you would absolutely be surprised how many people would say yes. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I've recently gotten to the point where people have wanted to be on my show and I don't think that they're a good fit. And I have to like politely tell them like, you know, I don't think you'll be a good fit. And like you feel so bad about it, but it's like, this is my show. And if like, you're not aligning with like what, what my audience wants to hear, like, sorry, right. I, but not sorry. I mean, maybe, maybe like another show, <laughs> nothing personal. Yeah, but, absolutely. And I never thought in, in my life I would get there. Like I was at the <laughs> beginning, just taking anybody and everybody that like, showed any kind yeah. of interest like yeah yeah come on the show and then <laughs> i'm like editing the episode afterwards like oh my gosh yeah. this is this well, is awful well your podcast is a podcast about podcasting right yeah it is so that is already a great niche because i mean business and entrepreneurship is much more of a broad spectrum uh than than a podcast about podcasting so like that is already a good start and that's it's definitely good in any business or podcast you have a very clear vision of exactly what you are and exactly what your audience is. And I know that. And it seems like you have kind of at least understood that and figured out that uh, that's your niche, right? Yeah, that's it. And I mean, I'm trying to appeal to the more common everyday person that's like me, like, hey, you can start a podcast. I'm just some some dude. <laughs> I have, I'm, a, I'm a husband, father of three. You know, active duty army officer, like you, you can have a podcast, you can get your voice out there. You can like leave this legacy through podcasting for your kids, your grandkids dude, to hear. Dude. It's just like, so you can do it. If I can do it, anybody can dude, do it. I, I was good. I, I swear. I love that you just said that. Cause I always think about that. Even if my podcast turns out to be a huge flop, which isn't the plan, it'll be so cool. Like I have like one picture of my great, great grandpa and I barely know him. And there's not any stories about him. Like, down the road, this will be a, a gr worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, this will be a great legacy to leave. I love that you said that because I always think about that. And that is actually probably maybe your answer because I was going to say, do you think like everyone should start a podcast? Do I think everyone? I think everybody can. And 
you know, who am I to tell them if they should or not? I mean, even if nobody listens, I, I only have a handful of listeners right now. And, you know, you just need a couple. And I guess everyone who are, wants to should. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who are you doing it for? I guess should be the question. Like, are you doing it for you? Are you doing it to try to prove something to yourself that you can do this? Are you trying to set a good example for your kids, for your team? Who are yeah. You? Yeah. I mean, I think who, that's who, a great, are you, who are you doing your podcast for? I'm doing it. When I started the Get Heard podcast, which is about leadership and communication, I'm doing it so people can learn from the leadership and communication mistakes that I've made in my life so far. So I'm hoping to teach people from shit I messed up, and hopefully they don't do the same dumb stuff that I did. <laughs> That's who that one is for. Okay. And then, so Talking Llama here, podcasting for podcasters, is for those people we talked about. You can start a podcast. Uh, I just did... I don't, a video I haven't edited yet, but it'll be coming out soon. Like three, three things to do to start a podcast. Anchor, Zencaster, which we're talking over right now is free. And then, um, shoot, I forget what the other third one I've, I've never used. I've never used this Zencaster before. It's pretty cool. I feel like it sounds good. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, I've had nothing but luck with it. Just my crappy internet going in and out is really the only problem I ever have when it comes with it. But totally free. And with coronavirus going on, they took off. Usually there's like an eight-hour time restriction, restriction a month, and they took that off because they want people to use it more. So that's cool. Between Anchor and this and getting, you know, using the microphone that's on your computer, which is kind of free. Granted, it's not going to be the best quality, <laughs> but like that, that's what you need to start a podcast in its infancy. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm using a microphone, a Rode, a Rode microphone. I'm not like a huge tech nerd with this stuff. And I've had my guy help me, but oh my God, when I first started and I was just, uh, at my, in a bedroom at my house and I was trying to figure out the sound, I was so frustrated because <laughs> just, I don't know, I got this, I got this microphone. It was like one of those, uh, it was like one of those really basic like ones. I should know the name. I can't even think of it, but it just, the sound was so bad, but it was also like a big room and it was echoey and like just trying to figure out the sound, uh, I had some frustration with it, but I feel like I now at my office, I have a room, I have a little bit of padding on the walls and I have a, a better microphone and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's easier than ever. That's for sure though. If you just want to use your computer microphone, uh, but how important do you think sound quality is to a good podcast? So I think it is. I don't want to say it shouldn't prevent you from starting one, but if you want to take it seriously and you want to be taken seriously, I would say it is crucial. I agree. Maybe not, not maybe not critical, but crucial. I I've agree. turned podcasts off if they have shitty audio. Same. Because like I'm an audio snob and it's just <laughs> like, yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm giving you, I'm giving you my time to, you know, hear what you have to say. And I want it to be somewhat like pleasing to my ears. Yeah. I, I never knew I was an audio snob until, <laughs> until I listened to my own. And I was like, this does not sound like the podcast that I listen to. And it frustrated me. But yeah, but it, I, I learned that was an important element of it. And it's, it's not the hardest thing to overcome. It's not. But I know that's like I, when, I, when, I, when I was looking at your podcast and seeing how much you know like about the equipment and stuff, I was like, oh, man. But uh, yeah, it's the road. I don't know. I'm not that good with the terminology of it. But I know that it sounds so much better than the one I had before. And like uh, the one thing I think that's interesting with the Zencaster is uh, because I never use it is... Like I like Zoom. I like the video element and because one of the things I like about it is uh, seeing like the other person's facial expressions. Do you have, ever think about that? 
So I have, and you're not the first person to tell that to me, Sean. But uh, so it's, yeah, and I think I've heard people's podcasts recorded on Zoom, and I can tell, sometimes I can tell just by listening to it if it was like a Zoom call or not. It kind of has that echoey reverb. Yeah, So that's that's why I started on Zencaster. And like when you hear the playback of this, I think you'll be pretty pleased. You know, granted, you can't see the nonverbal cues, huh. but... I found for me personally, I like the audio quality. That's one. And number two, like I'm able to just focus on the words that you're, that you're selecting to use and kind of like read in between the lines of what you're saying to ask further questions. This does sound good. Yeah. I, I, I like, why can't they have like a little video element here? There must be something with the technology, but yeah, that's understandable. But, uh, but yeah, definitely not writing it off. I something I would consider <laughs> down the road. But then I suck at video editing and hate video editing. Yeah, I can't can't hire someone to do that yet. So That's maybe fair down enough. the road. Fair enough. Fair enough. What are some of your What are some of your favorite podcasts? So I've been a Pat Flynn bandwagon Pat guy Flynn. since like since two thousand and shoot eleven when Dang. he started sitting in an hour and a half one way commute in Seattle going to work. Wow. So, and he's kind of uh talks about podcasting, right? I, I don't know. I know I know who he is. I know exactly who he is. I, I'm not as big of a fan as you are, but he right, isn't that one of his like he kind of talks about how to do internet business and how to do podcasting. Isn't that some of his main content? Yeah. So he's all about his blog that he started a long time ago was called the Smart Passive Income Blog mm-hmm. about ways to just make income mostly online, just like you said, hit the nail right in the head. And then he was like the godfather of podcasting. He was one of the first people to actually go into podcasting and start doing it. And he's been able to grow the Smart Passive Income podcast where he talks about basically that, how to grow an online business. And then he just a couple of years ago started, it's called Ask Pat is a podcast where he, and they're fascinating. He does coaching calls and records them with like small business owners or podcasters and like gives them advice and stuff. I mean, this stuff is invaluable if you have a podcast. Yeah. They're like about 30 minute episodes. Like, shoot, I'm driving down the car, driving in the car, listening to this stuff. Like, man, I need a pen and paper to write this shit down, man. Like he's putting out some good stuff. So is he more about uh, like the equipment or is he more about like what like type of advice does he give podcasters? Because if you have a podcast that is about the military or if you have a podcast that's about super Mario brothers, like the same advice might not apply. Yeah. So he is very, very big. And if you read his books about like finding your niche, your, your the riches are in the niches as he likes to say. <laughs> and then like basically your, how, like how are you going to roll out your strategy? Who is your customer? What value are you providing them? And he's very, very customer centric and does yeah. a lot of good business strategy and advice stuff. So not necessarily gear, or, you know, just generic stuff oriented, but right. he asks a lot of good questions and kind of gets in the details of each person's specific business needs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know, like I know a lot of that stuff. And then now, like I got the good microphone I got and like executing and now it's, it's less about the equipment and I know that I need a why, but it's just, uh, it's, it's easier said than done in, in a way. I mean, like I, you know, it's easier said than done. And, and uh, it's definitely good if people are starting a podcast to know exactly what you want to do, but it could change. And just think about it for, could you talk about that topic for five years, 10 years, but clearly Platt Fing, uh, Platt, sorry, Pat Flynn can, 
And yeah, I guess I admit that's one of the things that I'm actually struggling with is, is knowing exactly uh, like what my why is or what my listeners value are getting from me. And sometimes I think it's business advice. Sometimes I think it's a little bit of entertainment and I, and I know, and I'm very aware that uh, it's an issue that I'm dealing with. And I don't know. I'm, I think about it all the time. So really one of the cornerstones that he says, and I wish I thought of this, but that he always says is provide value and build trust in whatever you're doing. So like what, like with your podcast, what value do you want to provide your listeners? Well, that's what I was just saying. I mean, originally, uh, they can learn from your mistakes perhaps. Yes. Yes. That might be an approach. Okay. Something interesting to think about if you have a story, because I I, I have a pretty good story. I started my mom's basement. My business actually went $300,000 into the hole and I had to fire half of my staff about two or three years ago. And I fought through it and I learned all these specific details about my business from this. And it was one of the hardest and best things ever to happen for me. And I learned very specific details about running an e-commerce company, hiring and firing, and also mindset and motivation. And it, I thought it's a great story and could help so many people. And I've told the story five, six, seven times in different forms on my podcast. And uh, I don't feel like telling it anymore, <laughs> to be honest. Sure. And like, I think that is like, uh, I actually am jealous of uh, some podcasters who like Gary V and Pat Flynn, who have people ask them questions because it makes the content for you. And, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I've told the story so many times about uh, my failure, my business, and and all the specifics about business, hiring, firing, which is something I've done a lot with. And uh, yeah, thirty eight weeks in, like, I kind of feel like talking about some other stuff, and uh, maybe it's a me problem, and <laughs> because yeah, the, you, you talk about who you want to do the podcast for, and uh, I care about my audience, and sometimes I feel like though. I kind of just want to talk about things I want to talk about. And I don't know, maybe that might be one of the problems that I have is that, I don't know, that I that sometimes I just want to talk about different stuff like Kobe Bryant or Kanye West. And then sometimes I want to talk about five very specific e-commerce strategies. And yeah, that's something that I'm dealing with. <laughs> Just a couple ideas shooting from the hip here. I know a lot of a lot of hosts have like you can set up seasons. So you could do like That's you know one season focused on maybe business stuff, a couple of weeks, two months or something like that. Or you could get all that good stuff out of your system and give that to your listeners and then start another season where it's going to be current event related and stuff like that. Or I mean, since your show is just the Sean Lowry show. It can just be whatever the hell you feel like talking about on a yeah. given day too. But that's basically that's basically just, that's kind of the the route I've I've chose, like the third one. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not doing terrible. I'm I'm not I'm not the number one podcast in the in the world, but who can expect that not being known? To, you know, a couple of months in. Right. So, right. And you know, you got this time to explore. What you know, it's, it's great. It's good. You're kind of putting a deadline or at least another date somewhere on the calendar to reevaluate things. And you can kind of do a review of what worked, what didn't, and maybe yeah. what you're still interested in talking about and not. Yeah. But I think that's one thing with podcasts is it is hard to judge the success because podcasts are newer. And if you had a radio show, you would in your first episode had zero listeners 
you'd probably get fired from the radio show, but it doesn't have to be like that with a podcast. It's a different outlet. So it's different and, and, and you can keep going, you can keep doing it and you can keep figuring it out. And it's harder for people. It's also harder for people to find you. So that's why I think consistency and sticking with it is very important. Definitely have to be consistent and stick with it. I mean, we're again, most of us podcasters are not famous celebrities. So we have to build our, our followers and listeners like from nothing, you know, whereas celebrities already have people that are obsessed with them. So, you know, we're just coming from a different yes. area here. So Sean, man, that wraps up all the questions I had for you. Where can the listeners go to check out what you're doing and I guess hear your podcast and then maybe go check uh, out uh, your presence online. For sure. Sean Lowry, the Sean Lowry show, Google it, Instagram, Twitter at Sean Lowry 20. Uh, but if I had one ask, it'd be uh, YouTube because YouTube's actually my favorite medium. I like YouTube because Instagram, Twitter, your posts are there for a day. But YouTube, if you have a, a good post from six months ago, it might show up on your feed. So that's, I like them all, but Sean Lowry, Sean Lowry 20, you can find me. That's awesome, it. man. Hey, it's been an honor and privilege having you on the show, man. Thanks a lot for all your insight. Hey, you're the man. And uh, thank you for your service too. I know you're, you're in the military and uh, thanks for protecting us yeah, all. Definitely, man. Best job I've ever had. Hey there, my llama friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Talking Llama podcast. If you want to learn more about Talking Llama Media, please head to our website at TalkingLlama.com. If you find value in this show, please subscribe so that you stay up to date with all new episodes. And if this content really speaks to you, share it with a friend or consider leaving a review. Doing this not only spreads the Talking Llama message, but who knows, could possibly help someone take their first step in starting their own podcast. If you really want to take your support for Talking Llama Media to the next level, I would be extremely grateful if you joined the Talking Llama Herd and became a patron. We have three levels of Patreon tiers, all of which give you access to unique, additional Talking Llama content. Thank you so much for your support. Stay confident, stay creative, and most importantly, speak your legacy. See you next time.